to the third episode of Beats, Rye, and Types. I'm MRB, and you were just listening to a little bit of a song called Radar by Hauschka, a tune that was just recently introduced to me by a friend of mine and a fellow crossover computology uh, cooking fan like we are, Reed Draper. So shout out to Reed for introducing me to that track. Today, we are going to talk about what I would say is one of my favorite things to talk about. How about you? Yeah, definitely, definitely top things to talk about. And I think we actually decided that the subject of today's program, we're, we're just calling it the best. So the title of episode three is Sandwiches Are the Best. Yeah, and we're not, <laughs> I don't think we're going to spend too much time, unfortunately, talking about technology. We talked about it a little bit and we're like, oh, you know, there maybe there's some ways that we could tie in technology to sandwiches maybe there's some technology sandwiches out there um but um (laughs) one day maybe we'll figure out a computer thing that can get 20 minutes of full interest but (laughs) i bet this one might be one of many shows about sandwiches actually i'm comfortable saying that this isn't going to be the final word on sandwiches i mean sandwiches are a very fast evolving topic i would say you know there's no way that even if we were just going to cover sandwich current events that could probably occupy several more shows i mean honestly we should have just started a sandwich podcast but (laughs) (laughs) but because because we are also interested in computers i feel like you know once in a while it's okay to to dive deep into into one of these interests and i'm sure i'm sure we can find something to spend 20 minutes talking about computer related and music related but for now we just really were into talking about sandwiches so let's just do that so i was i have a couple questions for you about sandwiches okay shoot and because i've been thinking about it ever since we came up with the topic idea so i think i have an answer to this for myself but what to you is the single most important factor in making an excellent sandwich wow wow that's yeah that's a great question uh this is this sounds like it's gonna be a cop out but i'm pretty sure it's ingredients uh, that's i mean that, that that encompasses a lot of things i think having the best every part of the sandwich actually ends up making it a great sandwich at least i think that's the top thing I mean, obviously there are other factors too. Like I, like I can think about, you know, Defonte's, which is one of my top all-time sandwich picks. I would say in, uh, same, in New York. same, same. You know what's so great about Defonte's, or one of the many things that's so great about Defonte's, is that all of their meat that you get on the sandwiches, from like the roast turkey to the roast pork to even like the meatballs and the chicken parm, they all like make in-house with their own recipes and it's fresh and it's good but it's not just the meat the cheese is great too the you know the bread is really good too especially if you get like the semolina or something a little different it's like every piece of that sandwich is great and you know sometimes depending on who you get there the sandwich construction might not be top notch it might fall apart a little bit 
but the but the ingredients are always really spot on. What about you? What's what's your what's your top ingredient for sandwich sandwich creation? To me, and I'm happy that you mentioned Defante's because I, that definitely came up in my mind when I was thinking about my favorite sandwiches. The the thing that makes a sandwich great to me is typically a question of texture. Mm. So ingredients is part of it. How you compose those ingredients, right? Totally. And then there's something about, you know, the right combination of the bread and the various toppings and the various, you know, the main ingredient. Some sandwiches are kind of soft all the way through and that's okay by nature. Some have a lot of variation in them by nature. But to me, that's the thing that I, it's an interesting thing. It's like the associ- the thing that I associate most with sandwich consumption is like when I'm about to take that bite into that sandwich the first bite i'm like ready to feel in my mouth the various textures that i'm expecting right so so what would you say is the height of sandwich texture then uh i mean let's let's restrict it to defante's for now but then we can we can move on from there so a really awesome sandwich for texture at defante's is the the fried sausage broccoli rob ricotta sandwich that they Uh, made yeah so they make a sandwich where it's like a you know a hero roll always really fresh they heat it up a little bit on the flat top and then there's like a big smear of fresh ricotta cheese and then there's sausage that they have deep fried and split and put on the sandwich. Is and it deep fried? I always thought it was on on like a you know a griddle or something like that. They have griddled sausages. I I mean it. I'm pretty sure it's deep fried. We can okay. we can we can fact check that <laughs> after we can get get one of our assistant producers to fact check <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. So that broccoli rob, which is like perfectly cooked, and you think it would be like hard to get that to be a right texture for a sandwich but they nail it it's never too stringy you can always like bite right through it it's perfect and then you can throw the fried eggplant on there which we all know is like the the greatest sandwich ingredient of all time it's like a (laughs) a magical zone where you can fry things and leave them on a counter and somehow they're still good all of those things together so you have the bread it's a little crunchy you have some crunch from the broccoli rob you have that oozy like creamy ricotta cheese the uh, sausage has like a pop to it, but it's kind of soft on the inside. To me, that's that's the it's got it. It's got it all. It's got everything. That's a great example. I mean, yeah, the broccoli rob for me specifically, like my favorite sandwich at at Defante's is the Firehouse. We've we've shared on many an occasion, but it's it's also roast pork and broccoli rob, provolone, and the eggplant. Yeah, that broccoli rob. I I I've I've tried to replicate that many times. Like I'm never even gonna attempt to replicate that eggplant. But the broccoli rob. We have I've to tried. describe the eggplant because most people out there have never had this eggplant. So as a sandwich add-on at a restaurant sandwich shop called Defante's, you can add fried eggplant to a sandwich, right? And then you don't know what it is when you first order it, maybe. But just why don't you describe it, Aaron? How, what is it? So, you know, if you get fried eggplant on, like, an eggplant parm, you would expect it to be, like, these thick slices of kind of, like, spongy eggplant. And that, I would say that's the average on the bell curve of, of fried eggplant, especially when you when it comes to a sandwich eggplant. Or worse, it's, like, frozen and breaded and, you know, that's the low end. And Defante's is the top 
you know, 99th percentile of, of, of fried eggplant that you could put on sandwiches. And it's a very, very thin slice of eggplant that is breaded and fried, but the breading isn't like a panko crust and it isn't like a, a crumbly gr- breading. It might actually just be a batter. I, I actually yeah, don't, it's a it, batter. It's, it's like a, batter. a tempura it's not, almost. It's not like, it's not breaded really in the, in the way you think of breading. And it's just, you know, it, it's so thin that you think it wouldn't add a lot to a sandwich, but somehow, yeah, like Mike was saying, it stays crispy, even though it's sitting on a, in a stack <laughs> on the counter um, and it's just this miracle thing that you add to the bottom of the sandwich and it propels that sandwich whatever the sandwich is like I feel like you could put that on like a freaking Big Mac and it would make a Big Mac like a really good sandwich <laughs> it's, it's just like an umami bomb they must like salt they must salt the eggplant right oh definitely definitely and like it's got a super concentrated eggplant flavor it's incredible. Yeah, everyone, everyone should everyone should go to Defante's and do that. Get a yeah, slice. Definitely. Yeah. While we're on Defante's in New York, what are what are some of your other like textural highlights of of New York City sandwiches? Hmm, there's a lot. I like the we. I, I'm into the number seven sub sandwiches. I, was I think they of that have too, some. Yeah. I think they have some awesome ones there. They they definitely knock it out of the park on the on the texture game. They always like to have a sandwich that's a really good balance of salty and crunchy and sweet and chewy and everything in between. They do a really good job of that. And and you know they're uh, you'll get sandwiches there that you've uh, never had before. The General Tso's tofu there. That's like one of my favorites where it's like the tofu and the string beans. Like that's similar to the broccoli rob at Tefante's. Like who puts string beans on a, on a sandwich? But it's like, you know, it's just incredible. They put pickled blueberries on a roast beef sandwich. And that was super good too. And also had a nice, had a nice texture. I like the Italian heroes at, at what's that place called on the west side over the other place we used to go from work, the famous Italian. Oh, Bialis. Uh, yeah, Bialis. Yeah. Bialis kills it too. That's an example of a sandwich where there isn't a lot of texture variation. Like, yeah, it's if, basically I, just I, meat. <laughs> and cheese, which kind of yeah. has the same texture. I sometimes I will usually add hot peppers to it. Gives it some crunch and like a vinegary thing that I like. That gives it a little bit more of a texture variation. But uh, yeah, what about you? Yeah, there's. I, I was just thinking about this the other day because I actually I went there and I didn't get a sandwich and I kind of regretted it. But there's this chain actually around New York called Sophie's. That's a Cuban chain. It's like Cuban food, and mostly what they do is like you know plates of uh, rice and beans, but. They have a sandwich counter and they do Cubano style things, you know, like um, a bunch of meat and some cheese and some pickles pressed in a sandwich press and with a bunch of butter on it and stuff like that. They're pretty good. Like, I wouldn't say they're like the best Cubanos, but they have this thing. I've never seen it anywhere else that you can do there. And you kind of have to like know to do it. It's not a secret, but it's just like some of the sandwiches have potato sticks on them, like potato sticks, like, you know, like from a giant bag of potato sticks you can get from Costco, just like scattered on the sandwich, which as a textural thing, like I don't think it's like one of my all time favorite sandwiches, but as a textural, you know, thing, having potato sticks on a sandwich is pretty amazing. And the key is you get potato sticks and sweet plantains on a sandwich, and that makes it like, you know, like you're describing with the number seven sub, you have this like really sweet 
soft kind of melt in your mouth thing with this like really crunchy potato potato sticks on a sandwich and it that just to me that really like elevates that sandwich way beyond like the kind of mediocre cubano that it actually is nice nice uh i yeah i think i've tried that before yeah yeah you must have so another question what's the best sandwich that you've made lately i made like a like a peking duck for uh my my wife's family for like around new year's eve like i was like going all out and a peking duck leftover sandwich on like just soft white a soft white roll with a fried egg and some hoisin sauce was probably one of my top sandwiches of all time it was just like leftover peking duck and just you know the sauce just like you would put on like the white the 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 white bun that you get with it at the, at a restaurant but then with a i mean my my motto for sandwiches was put an egg on it actually that's my <laughs> my life motto is <laughs> um, just put an egg on it and so just frying an egg and putting that on top of that that was like I, it was like one of those things where like everyone was out doing something too and i just like had all this stuff in the fridge and just like cooked it up for myself and did it really quick and like ate it quietly and quickly in the corner of my kitchen and it was just yeah it was it was pretty amazing i i, I had a really good time with that oh How that about, sounds really good and yeah. that's like that's a testament to the ingredients are the most important yeah thing, right? yeah exactly and we get yeah. we I, I could i could talk about this place for a, a while but i won't but there's this awesome old german bakery in kingston too that does really good general baked goods but the one thing that they do which is just like kind of blows my mind is they do really amazing fresh hard rolls you know like just hard rolls that you would get at any deli in new york mm-hmm. but and every deli in new york you get a hard roll and it's like three days old and you that's like what you associate with hard roll taste and texture but you get a fresh hard roll and it's just like oh my god this is amazing so i've been just doing that and getting those all the time and putting sandwiches on them oh man that sounds really good how about you? What's your what's your recent sandwich odyssey that that you enjoyed? <laughs> I made a kind of a riff on a number seven sandwich actually because I the other day I made some really amazing roast broccoli. I made nice. Way, I made, made way too much of it. I just roasted it in a pan really really hot, four hundred degrees or four fifty for a while till it got all brown with a bunch of lemon and Aleppo pepper and salt and pepper and olive oil. Lots of lemon. Lemon and broccoli go really well together. And uh, I had a bunch left over. So the next day I made uh, basically like uh, I had some really, really fancy uh, hard cheddar. So I made a grilled cheese uh, with like I took the broccoli out of the fridge and like kind of just chopped it, mixed it with a little olive oil to give it a little bit more uh, texture so you could kind of spread it and put that in between two slices of bread and cheese and grilled it up. And it was really, really, really good. And, um, yeah, that was awesome. And then, uh, the other day I made for my kids, like some, uh, pretzel breaded chicken breasts. Uh, I took the chicken off the, took the breast off the bone and cut it into like tenders and coated it with egg and flour and some, uh, smashed up everything bagel flavored pretzels that we had and the kids enjoyed uh, putting those in a bag and beating them with a spoon to turn them into breadcrumbs. <laughs> so I had leftovers of that chicken. So I uh, sliced that up and made a sandwich out of that and some bacon that I had from the day before too. 
and some lettuce. I think it was like some kale that I had in the fridge that I chopped up. And then a favorite sandwich ingredient of mine later, the Japanese uh, wasabi mayo, like the, uh, oh, yeah. you know, like the Kewpie uh, mayo, but like it has wasabi mixed in it. It's green. So some of that on there was really good. Should have put egg on it. That would have been good. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's always my my go-to is like, okay, if I really want to kick this sandwich up a notch, it's like put an egg on it. Yeah, Aaron contemplated a startup where he would just have a uh, a cart with uh, a, frig- a refrigerator unit and some eggs <laughs> and a fry top and you just camp outside good restaurants that offer sandwiches but don't put fried eggs on them yeah, and exactly. just kind of like, you know take a little bit off the top man you know that's that's how you make it big yeah 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 one one egg at a time one egg at a time that's exactly <laughs> right one egg at a time how did chef keller get uh you know the french laundry one egg at a time <laughs> one egg at a time yeah yeah that's that reminds me i like i've been making a lot of bread too which has been great and it's not necessarily it's like sourdough and it it's really flavorful and i we use it mostly just to eat with meals and butter and stuff like that it's not the best sandwich bread because the crumb is pretty open and wide but sometimes like when it when it's a little older like two days old you can slice it and then it's a little easier to handle and you can make sandwiches out of it and uh the day after new year's we had a bunch of family over and i just like had a bunch of bread left over and i made like these kind of we had all this cheese because i had been making pizza earlier in the week and we had like cheese like cheese hors d'oeuvres kind of one of the nights so we had like eight different varieties of good cheese and i had just made some bake fresh bacon too and so i like sliced some bacon up grated like eight different varieties of cheese and like cooked these grilled cheeses in a cast iron pan and that was just like yeah you know i think we both hit our nails on the head because for me that was like another ingredients thing we had all this really good cheese I was really happy with my bacon and really happy with the bread and all three of those things together was like, wow, this is really good. And actually, actually the magic ingredient of those sandwiches was that shout out to our, our friend, Ben, who runs a catering company called Kickshaw, but she came over to our house and we cooked dinner a couple weeks earlier. Me had made this homemade harissa and she left me the jar of this harissa and I've just been putting it on everything because oh, it's so man. good. And so, yeah, the, the those grilled cheese sandwiches with like a layer of harissa, then the cheese, then the bacon and this good bread were just like, oh man, that was on point. Yeah, sometimes you just need that like one magic ingredient to make a, take a regular sandwich and like put it way over the top. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, I love to have something like that in the fridge that like, you know, sometimes there's that thing that, you you know, you grab it on the way out of the market or like you said, you make a little bit of extra this or that and you're trying to put your sandwich together for lunch and you're like, oh, what about that? And then it just goes on like every sandwich you make for a week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was talking about this the other day uh, with a couple people and also like I, I think I tweeted about it, but it was just I, I feel like the magic between someone who considers them like a pretty good home chef or amateur chef and someone who like really is into it and does a lot is I, I, I like make a ton of pantry ingredients. Like I'm always, if I have like a recipe that I'm making 
and and ask for like a sauce or like something else i'll sometimes make twice as much or always make like whatever the recipe calls for which is usually like twice as much as you need for maybe a single night's dinner and so then i have like this like collection of like just magic things that you can just throw on everything like maybe it's a pick maybe it's a fresh pickle maybe it's some bacon maybe it's like a sesame garlic paste maybe it's that harissa but just having that like array of magic sprinkles that you can just add to any dish is just like one of the things that i think makes it really fun for me to cook at home yeah i love that Have you done anything like that lately? Do you have like a mayo or like a little sauce in your fridge that you've hoarded? Yeah. (laughs) It's actually been a little while since I've done that, but it made me think I did want to shout out a place that I've really enjoyed since we moved down to DC is a place called Sundovich. They make, did I talk about this on the, on the food shout out show? I don't think so. This place called Sundovich makes sandwiches and they make, have different sandwiches for different, named after different cities around the world. I grabbed the other day what they call the Cairo, which is actually a vegetarian sandwich. And it has some uh, hummus, uh, some brine, like pickled vegetables that they make there. And then uh, some greens, like some herbs, parsley and stuff. And then one ingredient that was amazing, super fresh walnuts. Like, Like super, super, super fresh chopped up walnuts, right? That maybe were like toasted a little bit in a pan or something like that but there was just something about them that were so flavorful they were almost like the main ingredient of the sandwich so shout out shout out to sundovich that place is awesome that sounds great while we're yeah talking about world sandwiches i would say you know like we don't have to go it doesn't have to be historical but what what, what's your favorite non-traditional sandwich i would say or like something that's not not just an american or classic or italian sandwich that's a good question. I mean, I love, I love Bon Me. I mean, those that's pretty classic at this point. That's kind of all over the place. You know, I love a good Donner Kebab sandwich. I don't know, man. That's a that's a good one. What about you? Did you have one in mind when you asked the no, question? Not really. I was just like, okay. Um, I mean, I mean, the Donner Kebab is interesting because when I I had had kebab and I had had like you know Donner type shawarma things obviously all the time in new york but when i went to germany berlin for the first time and someone was like oh we got to get kebab i was like eh, you know why would you know it's like i've had shawarma and i'm sure you know mamoons i don't know how it could get much better than mamoons and and then the thing that blew me away about the donner kebab in berlin was they put like that entire thick slice of halloumi cheese have you ever had that you've had that i'm sure but, yeah like, mm-hmm. you know that's kind of i was like oh whoa okay that's like very different and changes the entire sandwich game over here you know like that's a really interesting ingredient because it's like not a slice of cheese it's like a thick slab of cheese mixed in with all the classic you know kebab or shawarma type ingredients they have a cool home style thing there you know where like the person who makes it at the place kind of makes it the way that you know they make it there and i I like that aspect of it because you never know what to expect Thinking about it too, I spent a bunch of time in Israel when I was uh, a teenager and before college and, you know, I ate a, a ton of shawarma and falafel there and one thing that they do in Israel that they don't really do when you get falafel in the States is one they like you get the falafel and then a lot of times there'll be like a, just a bar of pickles and other toppings like for you to add to the sandwich yourself which i i always really appreciated because i would just as like a cheap 
student, I would just load up on pickles, obviously. Um, but uh, there was also, you know, this thing that they just put cheeps, uh, im cheeps, which is just French fries. Basically, they put French fries in the falafel or shawarma sandwich and basically just stacked on top underneath like the tahini dribble i don't know that's also like one of those textural things that really changes the way a sandwich works you know it's like you could have a shawarma but shawarma shawarma im chips is like a much much more delicious thing (laughs) To, to start to wrap things up i think that's the lesson that sandwiches have for us right that there are surprises everywhere. Is that exactly, you got to go yeah. for it, right? Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> I mean, I I would definitely recommend for people to like explore New York or whatever their town that they're living in. It doesn't even have to be New York. Definitely doesn't have to be New York. There's some good sandwich place in your town, and you should support them and see what at that place what they like and what they think is interesting and exciting about what they're doing with sandwiches. Um, because I'm sure you'll you'll be surprised and just yeah, go for it. There's a there's a surprise underneath every slice of bread. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks everyone. Uh, that was a lot of fun. We're gonna hear a little bit more outro music from from MRB and AQ. <laughs> Peace, love, and sandwiches beats Ryan types. Bye.